What's up, everybody, and welcome to Health Over Everything podcast. I'm SoCal Gula. And I'm Stephen Z. And since we are just getting started off with the podcast, we are trying to build some momentum. It would help if you guys could like, share, especially with someone if you feel like would be, you know, if the information that we're giving out would be useful for them, uh, we would appreciate it. Yes, sir. So today we're going to be talking about five ways to be more disciplined. So we have five different ways that it's going to help you become more disciplined to achieve your goals in life. Yes, we are. So number one, our first way to help you become more disciplined is to do things that you don't want to do. So to elaborate on that, what is one thing that you like to do, Stephen, that you did not want to do at first and you do like basically <laughs> every day? Uh, for me, it was cold plunges. If you don't have access to a cold plunge, you could do cold showers. But, you know, I feel like cold showers is something that most people are probably going to have access to and that you could do on a daily basis that is basically going to get you out of your comfort zone kind of push yourself to do something that sucks a little bit. And, you know, when you first start off, you don't, it doesn't have to be crazy. Just start off for, you know, 10 seconds. If that's all you could do, start with 10 and then build up to 30. once you could get to 30, do a minute. And basically it's training your mind just to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you'll have a little bit of resistance in the beginning but after you keep doing it again and again and again, you'll get to a point where you're just able to like override that piece of your brain that's telling you to like get out, get out. And that's how it was for me when I did the cold plunges. Like my, all right, I'll always remember my very first one because it, it felt like it was forever. And I remember when I looked at the timer, it was only like 30 seconds. It might not, may have not even been 30 seconds in. But I know it was like close to 30 seconds and all my brain was thinking was like, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I just started breathing. And then after that, it was kind of I kind of was able to relax into it. And I'm like, all right, like, that's not so bad. Like, this is tolerable. But it's that first initial shock of it where you have to, like, fight with your mind. And it's yeah, it's kind of hard in the beginning, but you get better. And then, and then after that, after I was doing that for a while, then it got hard to get in. Like my mind knew what was coming. So then it would try to like, you know, talk me into like staying in bed, like stay in your nice warm bed. Mm -hmm. You could do it after work, do it tomorrow. Like your mind will just start to spin all these excuses why you shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's basically where the process is. Then that's where you're going to kind of gain, I think the, the growth is from just doing the damn thing, like fighting with your mind, overcoming it, and just get in that cold water. Like I said, it doesn't have to be crazy in the beginning, maybe 10 seconds to start off, but just do it. And it helps you gain control over your brain, especially like it'll help with other things that you don't want to do, like, you know, eating and sticking to a diet can be hard. It'll help with that. Starting a workout regimen could be hard in the beginning. It'll, it'll help with that. And probably just many other things that require discipline doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. It'll help. I think in my opinion, it'll help with all of that. Okay. So like when you first started, you, you, uh, 
you, you know, when you're going to start doing things you don't want to do, first off, you have to think in your mind, like, okay, um, you got to make that conscious decision. Like I'm going to do something I don't want to do every day, but that's beneficial to my health. And that's going to help me. So you one day just decided like, Hey, I'm going to start doing cold plunges. Well, like mm -hmm. what led you to, um, getting to that decision. And then also after you made that decision, you went a hundred days in a row doing it every day. So you stayed consistent with it. And yeah, every day, 100 days in a row, you did not want to do it, but you still did it because yeah. you made that conscious decision to do it and say like, Hey, I'm going to do it because I know the growth is going to lie in the discipline. So what made you actually decide to do that as the first thing, but even it could be anything you could do, but that's what you decided. Yeah, actually, when I first started doing them, like I didn't really, I didn't know there's going to be like this mental prize at the end of it, if, if that's what you want to call it. I think I heard a, a podcast where Rogan was talking about it. And I'm like, what's that about? So um, the first time I tried it in my uh, bathtub and it was cool. And then it wasn't until it was actually a while later, maybe even like a year later, where I kind of I heard it again, where he was talking more about the benefits of it. So I'm like, I'm like, maybe I could use some of that in my life. So I actually went out, got the cold plunge. And I think I just kind of fell in love with it. Like <laughs> that, uh, and it, you know, it was something different. And yeah, I like that feeling of like just pushing myself and kind of overcoming those little small wins of just having that, those battles in the morning. Cause when I first started doing them, I would do them before work. I still, I still do them before work, but I used to have to work a lot earlier. So I was getting up at four in the morning just so I could go out in the back to get into the damn cold water. And that in itself was just like, first you got to wake up early. You got to get out of bed. So it's like, you can't sleep in. Cause that was another thing. If I slept in too long, then I wouldn't have time to do it. You know, even though it doesn't take that long to dry off and then eat and all this other shit, like it takes time out of your morning to do all these little things so i knew if i wasn't up by a certain time like i wouldn't have time to do it so that was the first like obstacle get out of bed get up and then get your trunks on and then when i started it it was already cold outside so that was another aspect that kind of sucked was going outside when it was already cold it was like in in the winter it was around like 40 degrees at one point out here I actually was a, like started getting like a thin layer of ice on the top of my plunge. Not like some of these other crazy videos that I've seen, but it was pretty damn cold. And yeah, it wasn't until after a while where I think after I was doing it for a while, I kind of noticed like I got to a point where I was like, well, what else can I do? And I think that's eventually what kind of led up to me starting my little fitness journey starting to dial in on my nutrition it was like the the discipline aspect started to bleed over into other areas in my life and i wasn't really expecting that to happen it was just kind of it just kind of happened on accident little pleasant surprise i guess discipline is like a gateway drug you start with discipline <laughs> yeah. doing one thing you don't want to do and then you master it you know you master that one thing like you got to start with the conscious decision like i'm going to do one thing i don't want to do you, you started with ice plunges and then you mastered that, you know, I didn't really think of it as much as like, okay, I'm going to do one thing, but you should try to do, if you're having struggling with discipline, you should try to do one thing, you know, every day, something, yeah, that even if sense. it's something like, okay, I'm going to wake up with one snooze, you know, like with a, right when my alarm goes off, you know, or I'm going to make my bed first thing every morning, or just pick one thing and start getting disciplined with that. 
Steven, uh, he he chose ice pl- uh, cold plunges, which is ice baths, mm-hmm. which is pretty, you know, intense. Like I I don't really I've done it once, but you know, it definitely brings mental fortitude with what you're doing because, like you're saying, it's 40 degrees outside. You're in your nice, comfortable bed, and to wake up and go outside in that weather and then jump into freezing water that's less than 40 degrees and stay <laughs> in there for like three or four and then do that every day consistently that that builds that mental fortitude and then you but the the whole point of it is that you can do anything that you want to do but it brings that yeah. mental that mental wins thinking like hey i did that today i uh you know whatever it is i went to the gym today for even if it's 10 minutes you know like because i went in, i walked in there and did five reps and left you know, like you went to the gym today even if you're not feeling it but you did it like so you know that you're building that discipline and that's where the growth and the prize lies because you get that mental aspect of it, of knowing you could do it. And then once you start doing it, let's say you're just going to the gym every day, even if it's for like five minutes a day, that's nothing. But let's just say that, that uh, you know that you're doing it and then you want to challenge yourself more than you're like, okay, I got that down. Let's go to the next thing. Let's do it half an hour a day. You know, and then you start building off of that. And, and uh, that's where you did it at. And those ice plunges are crazy. Like what, what did you uh, figure out about like discipline when you started doing it, like, was there any like lessons in it? Like, um, mm, probably the biggest lesson is that your mind is very tricky. It's very persuasive and it'll say almost anything to get you to stay comfortable. Like, I feel like that's its main job is to keep you comfortable. And yeah, I've, and a lot of the excuses I would give myself, they're very, very logical. <laughs> you know, they yeah. make sense. And I'm like, because, yeah, you know, I could do it later or, yeah. you know, I could skip a day or like just all these, all these different types of thoughts just creep up in your brain. And basically, um, for me, I just had to get to a point and I got good for a little bit where I was like, just. I knew I had to take action. Like the more I thought about it, the less I wanted to get in. So there for a while there, probably for like a month straight, um, I would just get up, put my trunks on and then, you know, stand by the tub for a few seconds and then like, all right, we're getting in and just do it. But there was quite a few mornings too, where I'd stand there for five, 10 minutes, like just thinking about stuff. And then I'm like, all right, enough with the nonsense. Let's just do this and get it over with. You're only going to be in for three minutes. You spent, you would have already been out if you would have just got in when you first came out here. Yeah. So that's a good point. But yeah. That was probably the biggest lesson I learned is just like, your mind is very tricky. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Cause your mind will be telling you not to do it and then like, and give you an excuse and give you reasons that are holding, that will hold you back. But mm-hmm. at the end, you're thinking like, I could have already did it. And that's another thing you got to <laughs> do is you got to, you got to stay no to things that are holding you back. Like a lot of people, like you're saying, your mind, just knowing how cold it is and how comfortable you were was saying, I don't know if I should do this. Maybe I could do it tomorrow. Like it's kind of cold. I could just be back in my bed, but you got to say no to things that are holding you back. And you jumped in anyhow, even if it did take you that little bit. And a lot of people mm-hmm. use things like that. Like, oh, my kids, I have kids. I can't eat right. You know, that's something that that's. Uh, holding you back like you got to learn to say no like this isn't the reason and also like people say like well I can't go to the gym because I work too much you know too too exhausted when I get home discipline is building that mental fortitude in order to say no to the things that are holding you back and you got to learn how to do that in order to achieve discipline and that will achieve the growth because things are always going to hold you back and especially that the things that pop in your mind just like when you're doing the ice plunges 
you know, it's like, it's cold. And you're sitting there thinking it for like three minutes long. And it's like, no, just jump in. And what do you think about now? Do you still have those mental uh, blocks that are holding you back, even though that you've been doing what ice plunge for what, six months now, seven months? I don't know how long you've been doing it. I feel like we're, we're creeping up on a year here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a year. It <laughs> I kind of, kind of st- stopped keeping track, but it's been quite some time now. But do you still have those um, mental blocks that are holding you back, like in your head, like even now, almost a year into it? Every once in a while, I feel like they'll creep in, but I feel like I've gotten, and like I said, it kind of will come and go like before I got into like a zone where like, I just didn't think at all. It was just like, go, go, go. And I would just come out get in and that was it like i wouldn't think because i already knew like thinking isn't gonna help me like thinking the more i think the more reasons my mind is spinning of why not to get in it's not like it ever comes up with the reason like all the health benefits that you get from it none of those pop up it's just all these thoughts to keep you comfortable keep you safe um so i got good would just stop like not listening to that voice just hop in and then it kind of gradually happened where i noticed like i would start to nitpick about things like oh the camera angle is not uh where i want it should or you know where it should be or what am i going to say when i get in like and then i'm thinking about what i want to speak about and there was all these different other distractions that i felt were just basically there to make me not get in at that immediate moment <laughs> yes and that's what yeah that's why i was saying the mind the mind is very uh tricky <laughs> yes and also when you're going to be doing things you want to do obviously you don't want to do them so you're just living in comfort usually when you're starting and you want to get this discipline so you gotta you know you gotta set clear goals as well and, you know you gotta set yeah. clear goals and you set a clear goal when you're doing your ice bash you you are saying I know a big goal of yours was do it a hundred days straight. You weren't missing a day and you did a do a yeah. hundred days straight, but you set that clear goal. That first one. Yeah. I don't know if you have a goal now with your ice plunges. Cause I know there's been a few days that you did miss, but that first clear goal was do a hundred days. And you did those hundred days because you know, you broke them down. You figured like, I'm going to have to wake up every morning. You know, it's going to be in the winter time, you know, it's going to be cold. So you're breaking down like what's going to happen. You set, but you set those clear goals and you use positive reinforcements because you're like, you knew that you're like, Hey, I'm going to do it in your head. You're telling you, you're reinforcing your own belief. Like I'm going to do it. And you set mm-hmm. those goals, but that's a big thing in order to do something you don't want to do. Like, even if you're saying like, I want to go to the gym, that's the thing I'm going to do every day. Like, even if it's just, you know, some days you need rest days, but you still go to the gym anyhow to just go in the sauna or you're just like, but you're going to do it every day. So you like, you're going to set this clear goals. Like I'm going to go every day or else. Even if you're like, I'm going to go four times a week and then those other three times I'll do push-ups at my house or something, you know, but you got to set yeah. whatever discipline goal you want to do. It doesn't have to be go to the gym every day, but it could be something like go four days a week, three days a week, and then do 50 push-ups or 20 push-ups at my house on the days I don't go, but you got to set these goals. And that's what you did as well when you did the the ice bass, right? Nope. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you, you got to... S- create the goal and then just stick to them you can't let whatever your goal is whether it's you know it doesn't necessarily have to be cold plunge or a cold shower i was just recommending that because i feel like that a cold shower is something everyone has access to you know take your normal shower at the very end of it just 
turn it all the way to cold and stay in there as long as you can. I've even, you know, I've done cold showers. And before I did the cold plunges, I had, I'd have my timer with me and just try to do two minutes after, you know, I would take my shower and then try to do two minutes in cold water before I got out. And that's something I think everyone has access to. So that's why I was recommending that. But, you know, it could be something easy, just like waking up. I'm going to wake up on time i'm not going to yeah. hit the snooze button or if maybe you yep. hit it once or just small little goals building blocks and you have to it's like i said in another podcast i talked about confidence stacking and yeah. i think the opposite is true is that when you say you're going to do something and you don't follow through like i think that has a negative effect on your mind i think confidence you, depletion yeah whatever <laughs> you want to call it yeah. um but I just basically think when you say, tell yourself you're going to do something and you don't follow through, it's like you get to the point where you've, you said like, I'm going to start Monday and yeah. you didn't start that Monday and you've been saying it for weeks and months and you get to the point where you don't even trust yourself anymore. You don't believe yep. in yourself. And it's, I think that's kind of partly why I would get into my funks is I would say I was going to do all these things and then I wouldn't follow through. Yeah. So make the goal small in the beginning just so you know you're going to stick to it maybe if it's just waking up early or getting to bed on time or i'm going to eat a healthy breakfast or you know just something small that you know you're going to stick to that you will basically have no uh you're not you're not gonna kind of negotiate with yourself it's something you're going to do every day no matter what and i think that will set you off on the you know the first step on the right path and look at people you're either going to have discipline or you're not going to have discipline you're either confident stacking or you're confident um depleting so when you're doing the discipline that means you're getting confident stacking you're building your confidence but you're doing the discipline you're actually disciplined if you're not doing the things that you say that you're going to do that are maybe difficult to do that you don't want to do then you're not disciplined you're not a disciplined person so your mind will know that and it will know that, hey, I'm not a disciplined person and you'll fall off. That is the point of the discipline. The point of the discipline is to know that you are going to do this every day, even if you don't want to do it. So that's going to build the confidence. And when you build the confidence, you know you get the discipline. It's a reinforcing um, duopoly, whatever you want to call it. And this is what's going to happen, right? You're going to continue to get disciplined. You're going to get better at getting disciplined. And yep. it all starts with just doing things you don't want to do because most of the things that get growth are the things that you need to do in order to grow is discipline. You know, that's the main, that's the secret sauce behind it all. Yeah. Anyhow, is there, is there yeah. any tools that you kind of use to help you build your discipline? Cause like, you know, I did the cold plunge, but I feel like your discipline, the way you achieved yours is probably a different road than mine. So I'd be interested to hear how you went about it. Yeah. Things I don't want to do. I don't know. Like, uh, it's not really like I had a clear set goal of like, I'm going to do this one thing per day. It kind of just let one thing led in into another. And it's basically, you know, I kind of like doing all the stuff now, but you know, I like going to the gym. I like working out. I'm, I'm starting to love the stuff. So I don't know if it's just the discipline came just naturally. And then I just eventually liked it. Like I like going and running because it makes me feel better. Sometimes I'll have anxiety and I'll go run, but, um, yeah, there's not too much. Like I don't really make my bed in the morning. I could do that. And after this podcast, I'm going to do a cold plunge. Now I'm going to take a cold shower after this. And uh, we're going to do that. I'm going to do it every day. Our friend Chris is actually doing it every day. But um, I think it's just 
the my thing is just I just had the will one day like um I just like you know I need to be healthy and my you know obviously my metabolic health we all know that was off if you listen to other podcasts and it was just you know like it isn't like I don't want to do the stuff it's like more like I don't want to be unhealthy that was my thing like that's the thing I don't want to do so I, like my my little motivation came from actually not wanting to, to be unhealthy so that's why I was just like, what do I got to do? Like, I'll just do anything I can in order to um, do that. But, you know, like one thing I didn't want to do, I would say is probably not eat um, good. You know, like I like eating the pizza and, the, you know, all the good stuff, like the fast food and the going out and eating nice restaurants. That's probably the main thing. So that think that that's what it was. And it's when I turned 40, I started doing my diet, but then I checked my blood pressure. It was still high. And then that's when I got like kind of freaked out. So it's been about four weeks now. And I've been pretty much on, on my uh, low salt diet the whole entire time. And that's the main thing I'm doing every day. Like that's my number one discipline. I'm trying to do it like you, like hundred days, trying to go 365 days. Yes. I have a few cheat meals here and there. I went out to uh, dinner after the hike and stuff, but that's my main thing. Eat well and cook at home every day. So that's like my cut my ice plunge discipline of doing something I didn't want to do. But like you're saying, now it's like, I want to do it. Like when I first, um, when I first started, I didn't like cooking at home because then you have to go to the grocery store. You have to go get the, um, cook the food. You have to wash the dishes. And then like I rent, uh, rent a room out for my friend, Mary, and she's home sometimes with their family and people are over sometimes they or whatever, you know, and I don't want to like, Oh man, they're out there. But now I'm just like, I'm doing it no matter what I'm going out there and cooking my own food. So I know what's in it. And that was my main discipline. So I think that's that's the answer right there. Yeah, cooking at home was definitely nice. like my number one thing. And that's what I'm doing. And yeah, now it's like starting to, I like it because I'm starting to do it every day now. And it's just natural and it saves money as well. Yep, it's a win-win. So let's move that. Number one was do things you don't want to do. So we're going to move on to number two. Uh, the ways to get more disciplined is learn to be uncomfortable which kind of ties in with doing things you don't want to do because if you're yeah. doing the things you don't want to do at first it's uncomfortable like cooking at home was uncomfortable for me a little bit because you know like people are out there sometimes and like i don't really feel like it or like you're saying the cold plunge is obviously uncomfortable you got to jump in cold water what could be more uncomfortable than that <laughs> i don't know very yeah. few people that like to do that but uh, yeah, if you, you haven't, have, you should try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do a cold bath after this. I, you know, I have done one cold plunge with you in your actual tub with ice, and yeah. that was I, I. How long did I last? Like a minute, I think. <laughs> it was yeah, very hard. about about the, the breathing. Like you start breathing all crazy. Your body is everything in your body is telling you get out. It was very yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just like you you start breathing heavily, and you're just like, <clears throat> and you're just yeah. like, and you gotta like control your breathing and your whole body. Like your hands start tingling. You're like, yeah. all your blood is rushing out of your hands and out of your feet and into your core organs. And everything's just telling you like, hey, get out of here, get out of here. And uh, it's like, <laughs> you're not safe. The, yeah, it's <laughs> like jumping in the ocean. If you've ever been in the ocean in the West Coast, it's really cold. But you at first you're like, get out, but you do kind of your body adapts to it and gets like after a while, you could actually withstand it a little longer, but it's definitely uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took one cold bath uh, shower. And that's all I've ever done. So today we're going to do another one after this. But yeah, you got to learn to be uncomfortable. And what are, um, you know, you got to know that path is difficult, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think another probably thing that'll help is just knowing, like going into it, just knowing that it's not going to be easy. Like you're going to have to push yourself 
but it's like with anything new that you are going to do, like there's going to be a level of uncomfortability because it's something you're doing something that you're not used to doing. It, it yeah. might be 100% brand new. It's like most people, when you learn how to drive a car, you're not, you know, you're not Jeff Gordon, just driving all good, taking the corners like a champ. Um, yeah. Most people aren't going to be like that. And a lot of things that you do that you're learning are going to be that same way where there's going to be a learning curve. So be prepared to be uncomfortable. Like it's just part of the game. And I think if you could change your perspective and in a way be comfortable with being uncomfortable, like that's the best way I could describe it. Like just know it's going to suck a little bit, but in the end, you're going to be a stronger person. You're going to get closer to your goal. And that's like the whole reason why you're doing this is to have a goal. And you know that every step that you take is going to bring you a little bit closer to that goal. You're just inching forward. And part of part of the process is just being uncomfortable. Yes. And then there's like a famous like um, meme out there. It has a circle. And it says, mm -hmm. when you're inside that, you're in your comfort zone. That's the comfort zone circle. And when you're out of it, you're outside the comfort zone and like the rest of the around the circle outside of it is the growth. And you're going to yeah. have to be uncomfortable in order to get growth, in order to be disciplined. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. That's where everything goes along. So for some examples, like it, let's say you're you want to find a mate, you want to get a girlfriend or boyfriend out there, you know, you're going to have like it might be uncomfortable to go talk to new people. But mm -hmm. in order to get that goal, you're going to have to go talk to them. Like you're not going to just be sitting in your room as a hermit, being all comfortable and safe and get a, get that girl or get that boy, right? You're going to have to step yeah. out of your comfort zone and get that. If you want to get health, you want to get um, mentally fit and physically fit, you're going to have to step out of that comfort zone. And another example for that is maybe you're a little overweight and you're uncomfortable with going to the gym. Well, you're going to have to get uncomfortable and go to the gym at first. You're like when I first went to the gym, like a couple of years ago or whatever it was, I was going in in my regular clothes, you know, like, and then I was really uncomfortable wearing like a little tank top shirt because I'm like, man, look at me and my arms. I don't really look like I, my body belongs in this, these uh, gym clothes. It just doesn't look right. So I'm more comfortable wearing my normal clothes. Well, now I went to the gym. I was just going in my regular clothes and it almost felt like. I didn't belong there because like everyone else had gym clothes on and I didn't. So it's like, do I even belong here? It's really uncomfortable. And uh, people are like, are people looking at me or like people might be overweight and thinking like, Oh, I'm too big, which by the way, I love when see, seeing fat people at the gym, people that are, because I know that they're taking the steps. They are taking the steps to get where they need to get. They are getting uncomfortable and they're, you know, you're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. They're there. And I'm just like, that's, yeah. I'm really proud of them. And I really like that. And I like to see them there more often. Most of the time, I don't see in there too often. Like, I see the regulars all the time that are more fit. But you got like, I didn't like the clothes, you know? And then eventually yeah. I I went and got the tank tops. I started getting a little bit more fit, started getting more definition on my arms. And then I felt like an actual gym person now. Now I'm comfortable with it. So it's like, you know, like you got to step out of that comfort zone. And that that circle is a beautiful thing because it's like you're in the circle, you're comfortable, you're in your room, you're doing nothing. And it's just so comfortable. Like, why would you stop that? It just feels so nice. It feels so fuzzy and safe, but you don't want that. You want uncomfortable. You want to go talk to that cute girl, talk to that handsome man, go fucking to the gym. If you're out of weight, like do what you have to do in order to get um, uncomfortable. And, and then, and then it becomes comfortable. And then that's when the discipline comes along with that as well, because now you're comfortable with being uncomfortable. Everything's gonna be uncomfortable when you're stepping outside, doing something new.
Yeah. And it's like you said, too, that's the only place that you're going to grow. I'm like, you're not going to sit back and chill and get a six pack. Like, that's just not how it works. I don't want to say everything in life. There might be some things that uh, are easy to get. But I think most things that are worthwhile are going to be hard to get. And that's what yes. kind of gives it the value, whether it's having a six pack like, you know, you're not going to wake up one morning like, boom, oh, there's the abs or go to the gym one time and walk out and you're fit. Like, you know, it's a process. And um, yeah, you just there's nothing that I can think of where you're going to grow and get better without a little bit of risk or in, in a little bit of uncomfortability because you're going to have to push yourself and. Like I was saying, like, that's what gives it the value. Like if, if a six pack was easy to get, everyone would have it. Like nobody would care because it's easy to attain, but the fact that yeah. it's hard to get. And I think that's why people can admire it. Like that person has their diet in line. They have their nutrition. They have the mental fortitude. They have the consistency, you know, they have the discipline. There's all these characteristics that yeah. go into getting the six pack that you could admire and that person probably has all those traits just because they have a six pack. Just by looking at them, you could tell these qualities exist in them. And it's nothing wrong if you don't have it, but those are just things that you could slowly start to build upon and then eventually achieve, you know, if that's your goal to get a six pack, you know, it could yeah. be money, it could be women, whatever your goal is, like take small steps to get there, get uncomfortable, learn, grow. Like that's like, I think that's what life's about. Like for me, I think I was in my funk a little bit too, because I was just, I felt like I was stagnant. I was just going through the, the basically like a repetition of the days, like go to work, come home, do the same thing every day. I wasn't working out. I was eating whatever I wanted to. And I just knew I was capable of more. And once I started to get uncomfortable and start to do these things that I knew I should do, like my confidence, like went through the roof. Like, I feel like I'm like, it's night and day from who I was to like who I am now, just even in the last like three months. Yeah. And then look, there's going to, there's low vibration and there's high vibration. Everything's kind of like energy. There's going to be things that are definitely easy to get. Like, there are yeah. low value people out there and then there's high value people out there. And the whole purpose of discipline, the whole purpose of personal growth is to get better, to become elevated in this vibration of life, in this energy and become a better person, become a top. You want to become elite. You want to become better. You know, you're not, you're not trying to sit in this low vibration thing. And yes, you can go get the, the easy stuff in life. And that's easy. Like it's low hanging fruit. Anyone can grab that. Like you, same thing. Like you could go get, and a, a girlfriend that's just a low value woman or a, a boyfriend that's a low value man there it's not like it's gonna be hard especially you know but you could go get yeah. like the easy things in life or you could go get the harder ones the the, the higher value and i'm not saying people some people are better than others it's just you could just tell someone in their vibration you know you could when you see somebody that's fit and has their confidence their head up walking with you know, a stride and they feel, they feel good about themselves. That's a high vibration. That's a high valued person that's winning in life. And then there's other people that are not like that. They're sitting there with their head down, slump, slumped over, feel depressed, making excuses. Those, those are the low hanging fruit. And the same thing with anything in life with health, you know, like you can sit there and just sit on your bed all day, watching TV, um, eating um, donuts and ding dongs and whatever you're eating and just 
chilling. Like that's low hanging fruit. That's low vibration. Or you can get up and go out there and get disciplined and do the things you need to do to get this personal growth and elevate yourself in a better situation in life. Yes, it's going to be a little bit harder. Yes, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but you're going to get at a higher vibration in life. You're going to be more confident. You're going to um, confidence stack. You're going to be, and then eventually you'll notice you start walking with that little strut a little bit better. Your head's up. You're, you're, you're like more comfortable doing the uncomfortable things because you have that confidence. You know, you have that willpower and discipline. And this is where the personal growth comes and the discipline comes. And this is what it's all about. This is what we're doing this for is in order to live a more fulfilling life because on the other side of discipline is great things. That's, that's where all the fun is. Like people think that all this stuff is bad. Like, oh man, like not bad, but hard. Like, oh, it's hard to go do this gym. It's hard to eat cook right and eat good and do this stuff. But the other side of that is greatness. You know, it's, it's feeling like really good. It's feeling confident. It's, it's, you know, and this is what we're, our aim and our goal is. And this is why you want the discipline because this is where it's going to end up with this higher vibration in life. And you're not a low hanging fruit person or habits, you know? Yeah, exactly. So then that's number two. Number one was do things you don't want to do. Number two was learn how to be uncomfortable. Yep. And then number three, you want to focus on your goals. If you want to get more discipline, you have to focus on your goals, right? Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, whenever you're going to start an endeavor, have the goal or have the end in mind because you're going to have, there's going to be days you want to quit. There's going to be days that you want to give up. And as long as you could keep, the reason why you started in the first place, keep that in mind and keep it at the forefront of your thought. I think that's going to just help you to be able to stay on track because yeah, doing something for a week or even a month is relatively easy. Yeah. But it's once you get to the six month mark yep, or eight or a year where, you know, the wear of it starts to get to you and it could be very, like I said, your mind will be tricky. It will start to play tricks on you. Like, start to tell you why you should just stop now like you're, yeah. you're never gonna make it um just all these different reasons of why you should stop but as long as you can go back and remember and you know some people say like create a strong why because if the if your if your why is big enough the how is irrelevant you'll figure out how to do it as long as you want it bad enough and i think that's a good thing to keep in mind just focus on your goal and remember why you started the journey in the first place and know, you know, if your goal is a, a health journey or a fitness thing that just remember how you are when you're unhealthy and let that kind of motivate you as well. Like, like I've been drunk and what we, I would wake up with hangovers and just feel like shit for three days. And I lived that life for a while and I basically had to get like sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like I was, not happy with that lifestyle anymore and that's when i had the little battle with myself like to break those bad habits and try to uh, make this make this new version of me happen and it wasn't easy but it's like like we're saying you got to stick it out stick with it and say no to those things that you know are going to hold you back and eventually like my thing at that point was just sober, 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 sober. And I fell off a few times, but eventually by getting back on the horse, I was able to eventually make it out going on, yep. be going on three years in March. So Congratulations. it's been a 
been a while. Yeah, Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, focusing on your goal is like you're saying is so true. And just like, don't ever get it twisted. Everybody falls off their goal. Even the elite. I, I'm pretty sure even Tom Brady has fell off of his goal. He might not fell off his goal for very long, but he sure has. Everyone has. We all are human. Yeah. We all make mistakes, but we all fall off our goal. But you just got to focus on your goal. Let's say you're trying to lose weight. People will see some get all excited and get motivated. Like I'm doing it. I'm losing weight. First week comes, they lose a pound. They lose two pounds and they're, they're happy about that. They're super stoked. Then the next week comes on and they might lose a half a pound or a pound. And they're, they're happy about that. They're excited. But then what happens Then the next week, they gain a half a pound. And it almost seems like, like, Oh, well it's not working. I can't do this. It's ain't for me. No, you got to stay focused on your goal and you got to set clear goals. You know, you got to set clear goals. So you know mm -hmm. what your goal is like, and then just keep going. Like my goal now is to stay on this consistently for the rest of my life, pretty much like not just like, Oh, I'm trying to get down to a certain weight. No, this is a, a, this is now a lifestyle. This is you now. This is your identity. That is my goal to make it my identity, to make it my lifestyle. Don't just be like, I'm just going to lose. Um, like some people are like, I'm going to lose some weight so I can go on a vacation and look a little thinner. Yeah. That's a goal. Yeah. And you could focus on that, but is it long-term going to help? Or you're just going to get big again, you know, like, but you yeah. got to, you can't let um, setbacks set you back. You know, you can't let setbacks set you back. You have to focus on that goal. And there's going to be setbacks. There's days where I'm like, you know, trying to get my blood pressure down, trying to get my um, weight down and stuff. And then, and then I don't see no progress for that week or I'm not doing that good. So I'm like, I almost feel like, oh, well, I'm just going to stop. But then you got to think in your head, reevaluate and think in your head, like, well, if I stop, what's going to happen? I'm going to go back to that person I was two weeks ago that wanted to stop before I was motivated to get into this disciplined goal. So you don't want to like, you got to think back of that and um, just think about like, Hey, that I don't want to feel like that. I don't be that person. I, yes, I messed up. Give yourself some leeway, give yourself some grace, forgive yourself and move forward. Keep with that goal. Even if you lose five, like you're trying to lose weight, you lose five pounds and then you gain 10 the next week or the next whatever month, get back on it. You're, you're going to fall off. You know, everyone's not, and eventually you're just going to keep building that discipline by keep trying. You fall off the horse, you get back on, keep getting back on because this is what happens. We all fall, we all falter. But if you're really um, determined about you got to build that discipline, you will eventually get better. Like, okay, I did it for two weeks and I fell off. The next time, like, okay, well, I did fall off. Give yourself, forgive yourself, give yourself some grace and be like, okay, next time I'm going to do it. At least I got to do it three weeks. You know, I got to do it like no matter what. And then once you get that three weeks, that's a win. That's a goal. That's an accomplishment. And you might fall off and then there because you, you didn't set a long-term goal. And then if you do fall off make a different goal, like let's do it for a month you know, let's do it for, and let's, and then eventually like make it as a goal, like something like, Hey, it's my identity. Now I am a healthy person. This is what I'm going to do, but you got to focus on these goals. And no matter, even if you fall off. Yeah, exactly. And for me too, once I start to like get a, once I get going on something, I feel like I'll build up momentum so if I do have a slip up, if this is just me personally, maybe a lot of people are like this so they can relate. But if I slip up, I will tend to like lose my momentum. Like um, I always think about it like a weak link in the chain. Like if one link breaks, I'm like the rest of the chain will start to unravel. Yes. And that's another thing that keeps helps keep me going. It helps keep me on my path is that I don't want to let any kind of moment of weakness or any kind of weakness start to in, like creep in on me 
and have it ruin my whole routine that I have going. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it might be like one of those things easier said than done. Like, I know I probably shouldn't beat myself up so much about it, but at this point, I really haven't figured out how to like not beat myself up when I, when I slip up and things like that happen. I'll, I'll have my moments where if I do slip up, like I'll just, I'll get in like, it'll put me in the funk for a while. And then, you know, it's not forever, but like you said, you got to get back on the horse and start to do the journey again. Um, but if you could learn, like I haven't figured it out yet, but if you could learn how not to beat yourself up, like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I don't know if you do that. Do you, uh, kind of beat yourself up over things? Oh yeah. And then when I do, it's like, (laughs) I get depressed about it. I feel down. (laughs) And a lot of times you just need to take a day, like rest day. It's hard for me to take rest days, but when you do beat yourself up, just, you know, you got to recharge that battery and just like forgive yourself. Like I say, it's all about giving your, like you're just know you're human. You're not perfect. And like you say, you got to remember why you started the journey in the first place. Like, I like, that's my main thing. Yes. I do beat myself up. Like, (laughs) like, um, yesterday it was like, I ate three pieces of pizza. It was a cheat day. I've been doing really good at, you know, I still was under my calories and did good, but I kind of like beat myself up a little bit about it. And uh, what did you say? You're like, hey, just don't let, f- make it fall off your path. You know, and that's yeah. the one thing too. Like when you're focusing on your goals, get an accountability partner. Me, I have you, you have yeah. me. So we're definitely like, that's my only accountability partner. Like some people have accountability groups. One of my friends, Eric Arnell, shout out Eric. Um, okay. He has a, a, he goes to the gym now too. And he says, hey, let's, does anybody want an accountability group? You know, like you have, like find a group. There's other people, everybody wants to improve out there, like improving. Everybody wants to do it. Like, and you know, it's just, and even if it's in the back of their mind, you know, and they just haven't done it, they might say they don't want to do it. It's in the back of their mind. So get an mm-hmm. accountability partner. I ate three pieces of pizza yesterday. I was still under my calorie goals and everything. I ate well the rest of the day, but you told me that. And I was just like, okay, good. Like, thank you for, I told you, thank you for helping me out. Thank you for you know having my back. And that's true. Like I'm gonna get back on this. And today I'm back on it. I, I went the rest of the day. You know, I was just super hungry in the morning, didn't have no food on me. So I just ended up getting some pizza from the store. And you know, it was yeah, a culture, it was a thing, but I, I kind of felt bad about it and just like, damn, why'd I do that? But other times I even felt way worse too. Like, you know, just thinking about like my health. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing it right and stuff like that. And just get so down. Just gotta kind of reset, forgive yourself and go back at it. Yeah, exactly. Like I was saying to you yesterday, I'm like, you know, one meal or, you know, the one little day or, you know, it wasn't even the whole day. One little meal of uh, isn't probably going to be the end of the world. Like, like, just don't let it like it kind of reminded me how how I am. Like, don't let this like make you fall off the horse and like not get back on. Like, it's cool to have a little slip up, but, you know, get back on and because especially because i feel like you you are doing so good in your journey yeah. that i would hate to see you mm-hmm. kind of fall back into your old ways like i would still love you you were still going to be friends but i feel like you're in a, such a better place that you know it'd kill me a little bit to see you kind of mm-hmm. go back to yes. to your old self a little bit <laughs> and that's the great thing about accountability partners like you really have to care for your other person that your accountability if it's your wife it's just your best friend or even if it's just somebody you just met that's on the same path as you and you're becoming new friends, like you really have to care for them as much as you like, obviously care about yourself the most because that's who you're doing it for or your family or whatever you're doing for kids. But like, you have to care about them as well too. Like, cause I would hate to see you like the same thing, like start smoking again or like drinking. Like I would be like, Oh my God. Like, especially if you started drinking, you did so well, so long, even if you yeah. just drink one, like, but if you did drink one day and you like, 
we're like, oh, I just drank two beers, you know, like I didn't get totally wasted. Like I do every single time I ever drank, you know, I, I wouldn't be as mad. I'm like, okay, as long as you got back on it and stuff like that. It's like, okay, we all fell, but you did great. You didn't get all messed up. You know, I don't want yeah. you to do this, but I'm just saying if it did happen, it's just hypothetical. I would be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, just get back on it because, you know, like, but that would suck if you drank two beers and then next thing you know, you're like, fuck, I ruined it all. So let's just and start getting drunk again. And now you're getting drunk every weekend and hanging out with the old crowd and doing the old things again and going to the, like, then I'd be like, oh man, like, what do you like? How, that's a whole new problem we had to fix. Like, do I need to go bring your neck or what I got to do? Like, you know, like I don't want, you know, so like, yeah, but that's why accountability partner is definitely, so you don't feel like alone in your own journey. Like we have each other and it's really well. And like, we're doing this podcast too, just to let you know, like you guys out there, like we're, uh, we're setting an example. We live by example. We're not just sitting there talking out of our ass. Like we're both doing this. We're keeping each other accountable. And also by putting it out there on the podcast, it makes us be accountable to ourselves and put it on social media. Because now if people start seeing us get fat or start seeing us partying at a, a <laughs> thing, they're like, what are these guys doing? Or their whole brand is bullshit, you know? So yeah. it's like we're setting this up as also an accountability to ourselves by putting it out there. So kind of put yourself out there too. And then if you do put it out there, because some people do like, I'm getting on a diet, put it out there on social media or something, or tell your family members personally, or some people that you love, tell them you're doing it. And then the thing is, if you fall off, they're going to ask you, well, how, how's it going? And you're going to be like, and that's when people like that do fall off, they get really insecure about it. And they're like, oh man. And they start feeling down, but just, Hey, say I, I fell off. I forget, but I'm going to forgive myself and I'm getting back on it. We're going to keep continuing this. We're going to keep working yeah, on it. Exactly. We're going to, we're going to do this. I don't care how much it takes because getting healthy and getting disciplined is not easy, especially when you're just starting, especially when you're yeah. trying to break the old habits. It is super difficult. It's like one of the most difficult things ever to stop bad habits to stop uh, old ways. But after you get into it, like you're saying, like you fall, you fell a couple of times, you, you get better each time when you're doing it, then eventually you becomes an identity. It becomes a lifestyle. And then, so when somebody does tell you, like, Hey, or you fell off like what happened just be like hey i'm a human i fall off i'm forgiving myself and we're going to get back on this and do it better but you just got to stay focused on your goal yep yep exactly so, yeah there's been a uh, quite a few times where i fell off too so yeah, you know we're not perfect and you know another reason why we're doing this podcast is hopefully some of you guys can learn from our mistakes like you know, we've done it, we've lived it, and we yeah. were able to change our whole, not our whole lives, but like aspects that are very hard to change. Like for me, it was alcoholism. You know, I don't know if I'd say you're an alcoholic. Maybe you were, I don't know. I, <laughs> you I still like consider to, myself like, I, I, I you still like to get down with the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely an alcoholic. And uh, I have, you know, our mutual friend, one of them said it was a guy and a girl. The guy's like, he's not an alcoholic. And the girl's like, yeah, he's an alcoholic. He's drinking at work, you know. And I was like, and I even said, no, I am an alcoholic. I definitely am. It was hard for me to stop. It was hard for me to, to like not drink. And even though I was, it made me depressed. I was depressed. Like it's a depressant. Alcohol is a depressant. You might think it's yeah. making you all happy and fun, but a lot of people that are doing alcohol all the time are inside depressed, you know? And I yeah. was depressed. I think I didn't, I never considered myself an alcoholic. I would always say I'm a drunk because I wasn't, I wasn't the type of person where I needed to have a drink every day. But when I did have a drink, like I'm getting drunk and yeah, I would just, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And also too, <laughs> basically like, just drink. I would try to ride that line between throwing up and just being drunk and yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. And like also too, like we're out here putting our stuff out there 
And, uh, you know, we're just humans. Like I say, me and you both fell off many, many, many times. Isn't mm-hmm. like, and we'll fall off again in the future. Like, I'm not saying we're going to go all the way back into our ways, but we'll have a moment where we feel like we're not doing as good as we should, or like we didn't quite do good enough that day, or we just, you know, maybe ate the wrong thing or had a day where we felt lazy or something. But, you know, a lot of people are, could relate to us because like, this is uh, anyone that's doing a fitness journey or trying to get better have these issues like so it's a very relatable thing we're talking about a lot of people are going to relate to it because this is what discipline and focusing and growing and personal growth is a challenge and if you ever tried it if you ever even wanted it you definitely know that there's challenges and there's and these are the challenges that we incurred and that you're going to incur as well and even people that haven't started their journey that haven't started health journey or maybe stuck in their old ways they also relate to us too because they know like how hard it is to stop or like some people just mask it with like, Oh, I don't care. Like I like doing this and this is the way I'm going to do it. But yeah. and de- I, I feel like deep down inside, they're kind of like yearning for help or they they know in the back of their mind that um, it is not good for them. Like I always say, like people say, I don't want to stop drinking. Well, if you don't stop drinking, your drinking is going to stop you. And yeah. you know that very well. Cause your dad, I don't know if he ever said, I don't want to stop drinking specifically, but he passed away because of alcoholism. And, you know, yeah. like my dad said the same thing, like, I don't want to stop eating. Like he had a stroke. He had a, a minor stroke. He had a minor heart attack, two different things. And he was getting stents in his heart. And he said, I don't want to stop. You know, I don't want to stop eating the way I eat because I want to live life. I want to live life and I want to eat the good things. And I want to smoke a little bit of weed in here. And it's like, well, you don't want to stop. That's fine. But guess what? It's going to stop you. And it did. You know, he died. And uh, yeah. this is what it does. And uh, a lot of people always say that. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. Well, it's going to stop you. You got to think about it. Like, and a lot of people, I, one excuse I just real quick as I'm thinking about, a lot of people say the thing like, oh, well, I don't want to make the daily sacrifices and the daily disciplines and to uh, the daily, a lot of people say like, I don't want to make the daily sacrifices and daily discipline because if I like, that's going to make my life bland and uninteresting. And what's it going to do? It's just going to save a few years at the end of my life. It's like, no, that's not true. Because um, what do you think? Like, you're going to die at 85 instead of 90. You're thinking like, I've heard even my brother say like, well, you know, these are the years that they're, you're old and they're wiping your ass. I'm not going to have somebody wipe my ass. I was like, okay, well, your dad died at 53. My dad died at 66. These are relatively young ages. My dad was still walking around perfectly fine. Like he could have lived 30 years. Like, think about it. From yeah. 60, so like, let's just average it out. 60. If you could live to 90 when somebody's wiping around, that's a whole nother life. You got to think zero to 30 is one life. 30 to 60 is another life. And 60 to 90 is another life. That's three lives. So you're only living yeah. two of your three lives. You're missing out on a whole era of life. And why? Because you don't want to stop. I don't want to stop drinking. I don't want to stop eating bad and then who are you harming you're dead you don't you're not there but now if you have a family do you love your family or do you love your bad habits what do you love more like yeah. what what do you love more they're like oh i love eating ice cream i love eating pizza i love eating all the standard american diet i love drinking i love smoking weed which by the way is bad for you because it ruins your lungs it puts tars in your lung you see the pipes uh, you know how they look but yeah, the people say this excuses and that's about life. And this, it's just not true. It's like, you're not going to just 
die like at 88 instead of 90 a few years before people die at 60 people die at 50 or people even die at 40 because of their bad lifestyle choices and i realized this because my dad died his birthday is tomorrow he would have been 70 your dad passed away at 53 he would have been in probably in his 70s and yeah you know you would have had them right now but like we've learned from them and we know for a fact if you make bad choices you can die very early not just at the end of your life and this is why both our main reason why we are getting disciplined and we know that we have to get disciplined in order to achieve health because we don't want to die at a young age that we made that conscious choice and that's what we are getting doing this for is for to have a not only a long life but a nice healthy life as well yeah it's funny something you said kind of made me think that i think some of the excuses that you come up with why you can't stop doing your bad habits i think that is the tricky part of your mind doing what it has to do to keep you in your comfort like whatever even you know even if it's bad for you your body could be used to it and it could be very hard to stop. And when you try to stop, it's so uncomfortable that your body's like, no, 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 you can't do it. Like, don't you want the cookie? Eat the cookie. Oh, yeah. Like, one cookie's not going to hurt. Like, it's going to talk to you. It's going to talk shit to you. And it's going to try to convince you to stay comfortable. So, yeah, that yeah. made me think about that. Like, your mind will play these tricks on you. Like, be prepared yeah. for that, too. Be prepared to go to war with your mind because yeah. and your body. <laughs> until you figure him out and his little tricks, like, you will fall for them. And But sooner or later, I think uh, you notice them. You'll be able to notice them when they, like, creep up. Like, yes. ah, and then, um, like, kind of bringing it back to the cold plunges. Like, after overcoming that voice again and again and again, you get to a point where... I feel like the volume on him gets turned down. Like he's still there, but he's not so loud anymore. And when he does try to speak up, it's like, you notice, like you notice him quicker. Like, no, no, no. Like that's that little voice in my head trying to be the boss again. But I'm the one that's in control. I'm the one that's in charge. And like, whatever I say, we do not what this voice in here is the, the, ego or the voice that's afraid to take any risk to, to get uncomfortable that voice you can overcome it by practicing you know being uncomfortable by practicing building your discipline all right sorry went yeah. off on a rant. No, but that's cool <laughs> but like yeah that's definitely legit and like another thing like you're saying your mind messes with you when you're trying to stop drinking when you're trying to stop anything your body has a crazy thing called withdrawals and this yep. is the main thing that get hurts people because your body literally is used to the old stuff it's used to you say i don't want to stop i want to stop drinking but your body is used to it so it's thinking like i need another drink your body is used to the smoking it says i need the smoke and the food i you know like i I went through crazy withdrawals when i stopped trying to eat sugar you know like (laughs) when you stop smoking for like when i stopped smoking weed i went through crazy which offers two weeks so you're like withdrawals is your body just telling you i'm used to this old thing and I need it again. Where is it? But yeah. after you get through those withdrawal symptoms, which are terrible, you could get in shakes, you could sweat, you're like you're going crazy. You you want to kick things, you want you want to throw things around like you are so irritable. After you get through that, which usually takes about seven to fourteen days, and it's a while, but you got to stay focused on the goals. Is after you get through that, then the withdrawals are over. Then it just all comes on discipline and self control. And that's what number four is. So we're got we're on number four now of 
okay. how to get more discipline, which is practice self-control, right? So we had like, let's re, yeah. re, um, what do you say? Redo it. We had number one is do things you don't want to do. We went through that. And then we went through how, learn how to be uncomfortable. And, and then number three, focus on your goals. And then now you want to practice self-control is number four, because like I said, first thing you have to do is get over the withdrawal symptoms. That's the, no matter what you do, withdrawals are going to be there. And this is the hardest thing to do. But after you get through that, you just got to practice self-control. You got to practice self-control in everything. Like, you know, you got to control yourself. Nobody's going to tell you, nobody's going to put that cigarette in your mouth and smoke it yourself. You have to not put that cigarette in your mouth. No one's going to sit there and force a donut in your mouth. You're going to have to go past the donut store on the way to work and not stop, you know, and maybe eat a banana. Like I'm just going to eat a banana, but like that self-control is what you're going to need to do in order to elevate your discipline. And what are some ways that we can do that? Like, let's see about that. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you think? I was just thinking, I was thinking right now that, uh, doing things is relatively easy, but it's the, the, the refraining from, or the reframing from doing certain things that actually might be the harder part because, Like, like you were saying, like your body, once you have this like chemical ad- addiction, even it could even be like coffee. Like some people are like, oh, I haven't had yeah, my coffee yet. I'm, I'm, I'm grumpy as fuck. Um, whatever your little addiction is when your body is so used to having it and it's not there. I feel like it starts to send you, send you like signals like mm. eat the cookie eat the cookie like we usually have a cookie around this time like like i even said in a different podcast like after dinner sometimes i like to have sweets so it's like when i don't have a sweet it's like isn't this the time you have the sweet like and then i'll just start thinking about sweets in my brain i don't overindulge and go crazy with them but i'll have a little bit to to help keep me sane um controlling urges but yeah i think everything we've been talking about is gonna help you to have control over yourself um yeah you have to like and it's one of those things you just have yeah it's one of those things you're just gonna have to practice in the moment too it's like when you get angry or you know for me personally when i used to get angry i used to just not i didn't like losing control of myself so after i would get angry i would kind of analyze the situation like i what happened why did i get so mad that i basically lost control of myself and then try to just think how could I, if that situation happens again, like how could I go about handling it differently? And I think I I've done it enough and I practice it enough to where I got to the point, like as soon as the anger starts to bubble up, like I'm able to catch it relatively quickly. I'm not saying I'm perfect. There is certain things that still set me off. And I've always just seen that as a, that's just an aspect of myself I still have to work on. Like there's always going to be parts of us that we have to work on. But yeah, the point is just to get a little bit better every day for me. Um, overcoming my anger was a big point when I was younger. And now I'm a pretty chill guy. There's a, I feel like it's a little student. Stu- pretty zen but i feel as it's like the little stupid things that'll set me off like uh like an app in my phone that's supposed to do something if it doesn't work like it's supposed to like stupid small things will set me off but like if somebody were to somebody were to come up to me and be like hey fuck you asshole like i'd be like like, all right buddy like i 
probably be thinking more about that guy. Like, oh, that guy probably had a bad day. I don't, I don't know what his deal is. Like when people try to talk shit to me, I, I do not take it personal at all. I kind of, I really don't even care. Like you can say what you want about me. As long as you're not putting your hands on me, like say what you want. Um, I'm just thinking you've had a bad day. It's more of a reflection of you than it is me. And, but yeah, getting control of yourself could be hard. Like, like I was saying earlier, you're going to be tested when you take this endeavor. Like it's not going to be easy. Plan on being uncomfortable, plan on pushing yourself and testing yourself because you will be tested. And yeah, it's just one of those things you have to practice in the moment. Um, mm -hmm. Overcoming that little voice. I think all these aspects are going to help you gain control over your mind and ultimately like the situation take small steps and i think eventually you'll get there yeah so practicing self-control is it could be anything because obviously like a lot of like yeah. the, the main vices people have is eating bad uh another mm -hmm. one is smoking another one is drinking another one that you bring up which i didn't really you know i'm thinking more about those three but there's also yeah. anger you know like anger like how a lot of people are angry and it could come from many different things. Childhood trauma could come from just being unhealthy or just not getting enough sleep. But that's another thing too. Mm -hmm. And I wanted, I just got a thought of something. When we were younger in high school, you used to like skateboard and you would like not land a trick and you would like hit yourself in the head with a skateboard and everyone just thought you were kind of crazy. So, yeah. and uh, like, how did you uh, self-control yourself to get over that kind of thing? Because you know, I get upset about crazy things too and angry. I used to be so much more angrier. But I, I've I've figured out how to um, control my or, uh, my anger too. But that's one thing you used to do. And uh, did you? How did you uh, get over that kind of thing of like hitting yourself in the yeah. head on a skateboard? Yeah, I I think some of that was just part of aging. Like as I grew, I kind of just became more mellow. But yeah, yeah, I would get wild. Like when like you probably can't tell on the camera, but. I don't know what I can't remember that. This knuckle is freaking huge because one of the times, yeah. like I picked up, I picked up my skateboard and I threw it in the air and it was just like spinning around. And as I was coming down, I freaking boom! I freaking punched it. Pretty sure I broke my knuckle. It's something <laughs> happened with it. But yeah, I headbutt my skateboard to be punching myself in the head. Um, <laughs> just because you didn't land but, a trick. And it was funny too because I was so quiet in high school. And I think honestly, I think that's why I didn't have a lot of problems with people because people are like look at this quiet guy. He, he's so calm most of the time. But then you see me skateboarding but, and fucking just punching myself in the head. You're like, all right, something's a little off with that guy. But I'm gonna keep away from him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've said it in another podcast. Um, that story about the guy cutting me off when I was driving my yeah. car. Like I think that was probably part of the beginning of me starting to question myself and starting to to see like just because i see something a certain way that is not the only way for me to see it like it, it, if we're talking about anger it could be the same same way if i'm angry about something it's probably because i'm looking at it from a certain perspective what other perspectives are there that might make this uh emotion invalid so i'll start to brainstorm and start to try to navigate my thoughts like well what other reasons can i think of and if i could come up with a few and i'm like okay well maybe it could be that so why am i getting so mad on basically an opinion about an event that's happened when all you have to do is shift your perspective and be like all right well maybe it it's this other way and it kind of takes the edge off and yeah, anger is a tricky one too because you really only have 
in those moments to practice working on it. It's like you have to lose <laughs> your true. temper. You have, you have to, to lose angry, your temper yeah. in order to be able to practice to work on it. So it's like one of those things, like I said, I did was Usa. 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 One of the things I did was uh think about the situation after. So if yeah. it ever did pop up again, like I would hopefully, you know, Experience. remember like, oh, you thought about this before. Like you said you were gonna do this. So like now's your time to practice it in. You know, practice makes perfect. So I think yeah. as long as you make it a thing that you're trying to do, like a goal, like I, I want to be less angry, like just keep practicing, 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 and eventually you'll get it. Same thing like with the drinking or the smoking or the eating bad, like yeah. practice. It's going to be hard in the beginning. Just that's fine. And that's, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. If you just changed because you wanted to and you're changing every day, like that'd be weird too. Like change is supposed to be hard. So the universe knows that you want this thing that you're trying to change for. <laughs> yeah. That self-control is crazy. Like I used to be a crazy, angry kid. You know, I would get angry so much like video game would like glitch or something. And I would just start throwing shit around, <laughs> kicking things. I would kick something. And it would just hurt my foot. Like, and I would just, now I'd be pissed because my foot hurts and I would go <laughs> then throw something else. My brother one time would like took one of my things. And I was just like, oh, you want to take one of my things? And I was like, I'm just going to break everything I have so you can't have anything. And I just went and broke all my shit, throwing my oh, books, man. ripping them up. like. And he's just thinking I'm crazy. And so I used to be out of control. And you know, I learned a lot of that from my dad because my dad was kind of angry. You know, he, he would flip out and stuff. And it's kind of like you're just – but as you age, you get a little bit better. You're like you're learning yeah. how to control your self-control. Like you don't know how to self-control. You have all this – this energy inside of you, you don't know how to control it. So it just comes out like that. But as you age, it got better and I got better. And, but another thing too, like I've learned from you as well, from that traffic story is one of my favorite stories that you told me because you always say it's like, you're letting someone else dictate how you feel. So I'm getting mm -hmm. mad. The guy's in another car. He can't even know. Like if I do something to him, he's probably going to do something else back to me. And it's just going to make the situation worse. Who is that harming? It's harming me. I'm the one that's harming and it makes stress yeah. and anger makes stress. And that's another big reason my dad passed away too, because he had a lot of stress and it gave him high blood pressure and all this other stuff. And uh, so now I learned like from that and my, my experience of my dad and also my first mentor, Og, my boss, he was angry all the time. He died of a stroke and uh, he was very angry. And I just seen like, what, like you're getting mad at the littlest things. Like the guy didn't like at work, he didn't put his, um, the chalk box. Like it's a tool that we have. They didn't put it up. Right. So then you get all mad. Like, why did they do this? Oh my, who did this? Well, I'm getting mad. I'm like, Who's that? Who's that hurting? It's hurting you. You're getting angry. It's hurting you inside. And as overall health with like discipline, you got to discipline yourself not to get angry because it, you're just hurting yeah. yourself. So I could sit there and eat good and I could go to the exercise and stuff. But if I let myself lose my temper all the time and get all crazy, then who's that hurting? It's hurting me. So I've learned over time to how to be more Zen and like, you know, I don't really get that mad anymore. And like, Another thing I learned from like Grant Cardone is like, try to like keep a smile on your face and the tonality. People understand how your face looks, if it's mad or how you're looking or your tonality of how you're talking. So practice when you are getting upset because some of the times you're just having a bad day and you feel bad inside and you're projecting that bad energy to other people. And the only thing that can is more, uh, contagious than a good energy vibe is a bad energy vibe if someone comes yeah. in that room and they're happy and just says hey how you doing like you're even if you're in a bad mood you might be like hey how you doing and you might get some of that 
But if there's yeah. a room of 10, 20 people in there and they're all happy and positive and somebody comes in there with the most shittiest attitude and angry and comes in there and starts yelling, everyone in that room is affected. Now their energy is on. So ener- bad energy is the most contagious thing out there. So if you, like, you got to learn like, hey, when I'm in a bad mood, maybe I'm giving off bad energy and that's making the people around me have bad energy and they reciprocate back that back to me. And now I'm getting angry and it's just hurting myself. And it's so kind of keep a notice on your your tonality your 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 body language and then just get through that moment and try to smile like and uh, like tony robbins says like you can't be mad and smiling and laughing at the same time it's almost impossible so kind of like just smile and laugh a little bit even if you're mad and try to like get yourself in a different mood to so that it doesn't boil up more and more and more and then what happens? Then you then you're hurting yourself with all these emotions and anger and stuff. And it all that all just comes down to self control. And that's just with the anger and stuff. But you know, like self control with everything. But those are some little tips I learned with the anger through my anger issues and like the um just my the the way I learned how to be a lot better with my anger is those are pretty good tips there. Yeah, it's funny too. I think with anger, it's one of those things too. It's like you you feel like you're getting so mad it's almost like you feel like you're hurting the other person but yeah. that's that that's not how We're it works you like, like you're what's wrong with you know, this guy <laughs> maybe you're getting them mad too but that's not 100 percent fact it's yeah. more you're doing more damage to yourself and you know you get mad <laughs> once in a while it's not going to be bad it's not going to kill you but if you're a type of person where you're mad all the time like you're going to raise your blood pressure like you're going to increase your Definitely. likelihood of getting some Stress. sort of disease down the down the line because you're just a high strung always wired mad about everything like blood boiling at all times like that's nope. not good for you either. <laughs> Have you ever got so like mad and like the other person just like laughs at you? <laughs> it kind of makes you more mad, but they're like literally it's funny because they're, they're laughing happened. at you. Just like I haven't lost my temper too much. <laughs> yeah, but they just they have laughed like like one of my ex girlfriends laugh at you, and it's just almost like they're just thinking like, "Look at you, you're like a fool right now," you know. And it's just like <laughs> you're like you're not hurting them; you're hurting yourself only. Yeah. But yeah, self. I'm sure I have when I was younger. I just can't think yeah. of anything at, at the top of my head. Yeah. So self-control, like go back to that is, is the number four of the discipline. And like one of the advices I was thinking too on that is to remove one, try to remove one vice, you know, like you're trying to like this whole thing about discipline is to get better and personal grow and get elevated. And like, that's how we know a lot about all these things is because we practice self-control, personal development. Like we, this is a daily thing we're practicing. We've been doing it for a while. We're getting better on it and we're going to get better and better and better. We're going to continue to get better. But one thing yeah. that you should do at first is just when you're practicing self-control is remove one vice. Like like you were saying earlier, it's like doing the stuff isn't as hard as removing the bad stuff. And so <laughs> like if you're a cigarette smoker, try to stop smoking cigarettes for one day. Can you even do that? Like this is practicing self-control. Try to remove a smoking weed for one day. Try to not like if you're drinking on the, on the weekdays, try to not drink on the weekdays. You know, even drink on the weekend, like try to remove one vice for a little bit or eventually all together. Like that's your, like, you don't need to go all in. You yeah. stopped alcohol first. You know, that was your first thing. Now you're sitting here doing cold plunges. You're over here um, disciplining yourself by doing cold plunges every day. And you're also going to the gym now. I, I'm not, you're lifting weights every day. And like now you're 
weighing out your food and cooking your food and like looking at your nutrition, but it all started with removing one vice. So that is what you have to do. You can't sit there and try to do everything. You can't like we, I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to smoke weed. I used to eat bad. I used to have anger. You know, I used to not sleep right. I didn't try to stop all five at one time. That's just (laughs) a huge task. And that's why this overwhelmed. Yeah. This journey of, of personal growth starts with the discipline of small feats. So my thing, like I was saying earlier in the podcast is, uh, I used to drink 15, 16, 17 times a month. And my whole goal was next month trying to remove one vice was just to drink less than I did the month before. That was my goal. I knew it was going to take a while. So I went from like 17 times a month next week, next month, I'm only drinking 16 times. I could have been like, yeah, let's try to quit cold Turkey altogether. But then I might've went and redid it again. And I had eventually yeah. got down to one, one time a week. That's four times. Like, Every month, like when I drink 10 times that month, that's a lot of drinking, heavily drinking. Yeah. I was like, that's better than 17. I'm trying to remove one vice and self-control myself. Next month, I had to drink nine times. So even if I wanted to drink, I'm like, I can't because if I drink four times this week, I might not make it to nine, you know, because the last month I had 10. So I, I, I wouldn't drink. I cannot drink today. And you're just practicing this discipline by I wasn't totally disciplined, but I was getting better and eventually removing that one vice. And eventually I got down to where I was only drinking once every like three or four months. And now I don't drink at all. So you got to remove that one vice and try working on that first. And that is, you know, one of the hallmarks of doing self-control in order to get your discipline is removing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good tip too, because I didn't really try when I, quit my vices like I didn't do them like that I tried I was more like the cold turkey guy and maybe that's another reason why I kind of had this like back and forth where I'd stop for a little bit and then boom I'd go back and I'd be going harder than I was before and yeah. then, you know eventually it stuck so I, I guess my way worked too yeah, your way seems ways, yeah. yeah your way seems probably a little bit better because you're still allowing yourself to do it and you know you're slowly kind of inching away from it yeah. little by little I think that is a good approach. Yeah, when I would say drink- I would try it, but I don't know if there's really nothing I have left to give up. <laughs> yeah, when you're drinking four there's times probably a something. month, four times a week, when you're drinking four times a week, you know, and you get down to two times a week, you're you're practicing self-control two of those days that you weren't before. So you're winning. You're getting better because a lot yeah. of like, but some people are cold turkey people. They need to like, they just like, I have a problem. I need to stop now. And they will stop. You know, like there's people who have done it. So, you know, each way is is acceptable as long as you are working on removing that one device, if, as long as you're working on practicing self-control, you know, like yeah. either way you got to do it, you got to do it, you know, in order to yeah, get the exactly. discipline life. So now we're on the last one. Number five, the fifth way to get more disciplined, and that is to be okay with delayed gratification. So like just run them down one more time because we've been doing it every time. <laughs> do hard, do things you don't want to do learn to be uncomfortable, focus on your goals, practice self-control. And now number five is be okay with delayed gratification. And what does that mean to you being okay with delayed gratification? Um, well, I think we are in a, such a instant gratification society, like pretty much anything is like a click away. It's right at the end of your fingertips. You could get whatever you want, almost anything you want. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think some of the things that are more worthwhile to get take time to achieve, whether it's making a business, 
uh, creating a physique that you like, uh, flipping your health around. Those things are going to take time. And if you have this mindset that it's going to be easy, that it's going to be quick, it's going to be fast. It's like, you know, get abs in six minutes a day kind of thing. Like, no, like some of these things are, are supposed to be hard. They're yeah. supposed to be hard because that's what, get, like I was saying earlier, that's what gives it its value. And to get out of that mindset of quick and easy, I think is very beneficial because if you, you know, and you don't have to think it's going to take forever either, but just be more realistic. Like, you know, if I'm 200 pounds overweight, it might take you some time to get down to a more healthy weight. Don't expect to do it in a month. And then if it doesn't happen in a month, you're kicking yourself in the ass like, oh, I can't do this. I'm a failure. I'm always going to be fat the rest of my life. Like, no, like that's just not how the process works. It's supposed to take time. And yeah, I think that's basically it. Like be okay with it taking the time that it needs yeah. to take and everyone does thing at their own pace at the same time as well. So if you're a little bit slower, somebody else did it in three months and he was your same way. And maybe it might take you six, be okay with it. Like as long as you get to the goal that you want, then it's all good. So don't beat yourself up too much and don't compare yourself to other people too much, because that's another thing that could kind of, get you down in the dumps like you're so focused like oh so-and-so is able to do this or yeah you're comparing yourself with somebody else and that doesn't help you at all like you need to be comparing yourself with like the version of you yesterday as yes. long as you got one one percent better than that guy like you're doing good because like that's that. the only person that is you know that lived that is basically 100% you, you know, yeah. that has all your knowledge, all of your experience. Like, that's who you need to compare yourself with. Yep. Yeah. Delayed gratification is to me just means like you could have more in the future than you can have now. Like, a lot of people, like, I'm gonna, I like money and investing. Um, people say like they get their paycheck and they want to spend it right then and there because they want something, they want something now. Like I got a hundred bucks. I want it now, but if yeah. you invest it and you keep it in compounding for five, 10 years, now you have more money and you, now you yeah. can get more things. So it's like, you want that hamburger now, but if you don't um, get that and maybe you're like, you eat a hamburger every day, like a bad meal every day. Well, if you don't do that, now you have more health in the future. You have better, more stuff in the future. So delayed gratification, it means more in the future. And if you look at anybody with a physique, six pack abs, anything like that, not one of them has done it in a day. You know, yeah. not one of them has just instantly. And I know that for a fact, cause I've been on my health journey for a while now and I still don't got abs. I'm, but I'm seeing them poke through now. I'm getting my weight down. Nice. And, uh, you know, I was 182 a couple of days ago and I used to be 230 almost. So I'm almost down 50 <laughs> pounds. And like, it, like I just still look down at the little gut I got and thinking like, this just can't just be gone tomorrow. Like it just can't like, even if I ate nothing today and went and ran five miles and did everything, did a hundred and fucking 500 sit-ups, I'll still yeah. have this gut tomorrow. You know, like I'm going to work out for 10 hours. Less. It will be a little bit less, <laughs> but it will not be gone. So like, I know, like I got to keep doing my discipline and sitting and doing the right things over time in order to be, um, in order to get that six pack, it's going to take a while. And I was yeah. always been an impatient person. I've always been very impatient. That's one of my like flaws. I always said, like, 
I'm just so impatient and I'm practicing patience. And that goes with um, delayed gratification, knowing that, that the, the good stuff takes time. And, you know, like I was telling you earlier, one of the ways that I uh, practice, you know, patience and delayed gratification is doing these long runs. You know, I ran a marathon, I ran a half marathon, a 10 K, which is six miles. Yeah. Those are ridiculously long. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm thinking like, even if, you know, I could run a mile, but if, so like, I'm thinking like, okay, I want to do something really good today. Let me do three miles. Let me do six miles. I know it's going to take a half an hour to do um, three miles. I know it's going to take 60 minutes or so to do six miles. So when you first start running, you're already getting tired. You're just like, I want to stop. I, I, I did some exercise. I want to stop. But I know in order to achieve that goal, it's going to take a while. So I'm like sitting there knowing it's going to um, take 60 minutes to run six miles, you know? So, uh, so I try to break it down in little steps. Like, okay, let's just do 0.10 at this speed and like then bring it up a little bit more speed and then bring it up. And then we're like, so now I'm going faster and faster every 0.10 of a mile. And the next thing you know, I'm at the, I'm, I'm running at a pretty, pretty brisk speed where I'm going. And I'm like, okay, well now my body's kind of already building up to that. Now I'm going, I'm getting these miles done faster, but I know it's still going to take, I'm still like, oh man, there's another 20, 30 minutes to go. So this is the patience. But when that delayed gratification is over, I, I hit that 60 minutes and did that 10 K or I, I, I don't know if you can see them here, but I have these, these are the medals I got, you know, my, mm-hmm. for my running things, you get that medal and now you feel good. You feel good now. And then you could go reward yourself and you should reward yeah. yourself too. And when, when you do something like you should reward yourself with it, maybe a little something, maybe you could go spin or buy something for yourself. Maybe you could eat a little bit of ice cream or something, as long as it's a lot less calorie, like just whatever you reward yourself to keep it on in, in your health goals and inside your spectrum of what you're trying to do. But you know, things are going to take a while and you just got to know that. And you got to practice patience and you got to practice knowing that the results won't be instant. And just know that if you keep it with that discipline, that is when you will have the stuff that you're looking for. Yep. You just got to stick it out. Consistency and, um, just showing up every day for yourself is going to be a game changer. I think people underestimate consistency, just being able to, like I used to tell my fiance all the time, like you will be surprised, like what you could do with like your body in three months, like three months really isn't that long, but if you're consistent and you're dialed in for three months, like you can do some drastic changes to your body. If you're willing to kind of put yourself through that and we're all capable of it. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it? And what are you willing to kind of sacrifice in your like immediate pleasure to get the delayed gratification? Like, are you willing to not have the the cupcake right now for three months from now? You know, you could have this dream physique that you want. Like, yeah, you can have it if you want it, but you know, it's all up to you to put in the work to, to get to that goal. If that's what you want, have a cupcake sitting on your counter. They don't go bad. <laughs> like the craziest part about the real food, real actual food it goes bad pretty quick cupcake i'll sit there forever that's how bad it is like for you but if you really want a cupcake and you want one every day have one sitting on your counter and be like i eat a cupcake every day now you're like okay i'm gonna eat this cup i'm gonna eat a fresh cupcake but i have this for visual i'm gonna eat a cupcake in three months when i when i get down 30 pounds i'm gonna have one cupcake you know like that delay that gratification don't eat the hamburger be like okay i'm gonna go um go eat out in a nice fancy restaurant. No, I'm not. I'm going to do that at the end of the week. Instead of every day, I'm going to do it at the end of the week. I'm going to get that DoorDash at the end of the week. 
when I, if I complete my goals, if I go to the gym four times this week and I stick on my nutrition plans all week long, then I could have that on Sunday. I could go out and eat that. That's the delayed gratification. Instead of just being like, I'm just going to do it before I do the stuff. It's like all yeah. work before play kind of thing. Do the work before you play. That's the delayed gratification. Don't play before you work because it never, you never go back to the work, you know? So yeah, that is one thing you could do as well. And another thing I also do is I cre- uh, like a vision. You could create a vision board or I have a whiteboard on my wall. I just put, I put right now it's on there over here on the side. It says 179 and that's my goal. And I'm just like, so every day I'm just thinking like, Hey, I want to go out to eat. And I look over walking out that door. I see that one in the morning when I wake up and I want to go get some bad breakfast somewhere. I walk and I'm looking right at that 179 and be like, wait, I got to get that. So I'm going to delay that food until I get that. Then I could get some sort of prize or something. Maybe I could go out to Denny's or something, <laughs> but until yeah. then, no, you got to focus on that. So it's like a reminder that you're what you're working towards and but yeah you just gotta you know like they say work before play don't get the 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 gift before you do the work don't put it on the credit card kind of thing (laughs) yeah yeah i've actually heard of people doing like uh something like that vision board they'll have the vision board but then they'll also have little sticky notes like in places in their house they know they're going to be like in their bathroom in the mirror while they're brushing Uh their teeth and they'll see this goal everywhere they go so it's almost like it gets into your subconscious mind like this is the goal like that's almost like another thing keep it keep it in mind like what you're going after and i think by seeing it you know at all these different places like put it on in your car you know in their bathroom when you wake up put it on your phone before yeah. you go to bed so you wake up that's the first thing you see like i think those kind of things actually do help because it helps get it into your subconscious mind and it's just you're thinking about it more than you normally would because you're seeing it more than you normally would. And you had to write it down. You had to write it down and then you yeah, see writing it. So helps now, yeah, writing helps too. I you write in it. Oh, you're writing it on the note and then you're sticking it somewhere. Now you see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you, you write it like 20 times and now you're seeing it everywhere you go. So it just reinforced that that goal that you're trying to get. And also like wait exactly. some time before acting as well. Like, okay, I wanna I wanna eat a um I wanna eat a cupcake. So, so every time you think that. Usually you're like, I want to eat it. You know, I'm going to get a cupcake. Go in there and eat it. You know, now I'll be like, every time I say to myself, I want to eat a cupcake, I'm going to wait one hour. See, then see in one hour if you still want it. You know, that might resist. And now you might get the urge. Or it's like, every time I want a cupcake, I'm going to eat a banana and then wait an hour and see if I still want that cupcake, you know? So it's like, try to wait some time before acting on something. You know, if you're like, yeah, I'm so hungry. I want to go eat Olive Garden right now. I'll eat a bunch of pasta. No, just wait a little bit of time. Okay, let's uh eat something at home real quick, get something in my stomach, and then wait an hour or two and see if I still want that. Or maybe I was like, now just by eating that good stuff, it's like, oh, you know, I don't want that. I want something else. So try to wait a while before acting on these urges. Yeah, it's funny. I think my, uh, I was just, that reminded me of my fiance. Every once in a while, she'll like freaking try to get me to eat something. And she kind of, she knows the path that I'm on. Like if it's anything outside of like what I have weighed out and planned for the day, like I'm not, like, I'm not going to do it. Like I'm nope. not going to break, Yeah. but she'll be eating, you know, some dessert or something like, what was it? She got a <laughs> pizuki. Yeah. She got a pizuki yesterday and she's like, you want to buy it? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. So I think she does it, but she just offers, she already knows I'm going to say no, but I, I think she might be trying to test me. But at the same time, I know she knows like I'm not going to break. <laughs> yeah, I like the one. She's like, really she like, you're really good with your discipline. Like she's like, it, it wasn't like when you were trying to give up, 
trying to give up vaping she's like that was i felt like harder for you but she's like yeah. i feel like the the eating good she's like <laughs> you have that down like you're like the temptation isn't really there for me it's like i have my yep. goal so anything outside of the goal like i, I just don't do it yeah, although got- i will i will be eating brunch tomorrow so oh nice yeah, that made me think about you though because i went uh i was looking at the the menu and i'm like all right well, I'm just going to keep it easy so I can track. I'm still going to go out and enjoy the food. But they had some like crazy stuff like s'more uh, pancakes and like some crazy ass like French toast. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do anything like that because that's probably the calories in that is probably insane. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, there was a, a steak and egg meal, like six ounces of New York steak, two eggs and some toast. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I, that if I find all those things in uh, my fitness belt and I input them, they're probably going to be relatively close. Yeah. It may not be a hundred percent, but like I said, too, you got to live life every once in a while too. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go out, enjoy the food, still try to keep within my calories and my macros. And that's going to be it for the day. It's like, and like I was telling you, like one meal is not going to kill you. It's not going to, ruin yeah. everything like even if i gained a little bit of weight like i'll i'll be all right i'll i'll survive <laughs> and that goes with number three like you're setting your goals like you know your goals and you're saying discipline and that's part mm-hmm. of your goals like yes i'm doing all this stuff but here and there i know i'm gonna go out with friends or family or wifey yeah and you know it's a i'm gonna eat that day but i'm gonna make the healthiest decision i can and here and there i might eat an ice cream or this or that but 99.0% of the time I'm on my on my goal. And that's part of your goal. Like it's part yeah. of like, your goals. Like, yes, I'm doing all this, but I'm also have a little bit of leeway to live a little bit. And yeah. there's also like um yeah, the guy at work too, he told me that too. He's like, Oh, you want a piece like he had a candy? He's like, You want one of these nice, um, sugary, tasty chocolates? And I, I just instantly was like, No, I just walked away. Like, I just like, nope, you ain't gonna it ain't gonna work on me, buddy. <laughs> if anything, I, I would rather want to like eat like a real food now. Um, but um, one thing about the, I was going to say about the delayed gratification is there's a game that you play with your kids. It's like a marshmallow game. I think it was called. It's like you, uh, or you could play with like candy or something, but you could just like tell, you could do like candy as well, chocolate, but it's like, Oh, you want one, do a test on your own kids. See how good their gratification is. Be like, do you want one candy now or one marshmallow or in an hour or two hours, you can get five. And if they said, I want the one now, you, they need to work on their their self their <laughs> delayed gratification because they like it's just like anything like if you get you could wait two hours and you could have five of them and then maybe if uh, two hours from now if they pick the one you eat the five in front of them <laughs> to make it even more torture so you obviously yeah. don't want to eat candy and stuff but you know that's a just one. a little game but yeah we're trying to wrap it up here but so those are five this is a five ways to get more discipline is there anything else you want to say or before we wrap it up no, not that I could think of. It's a later podcast. My mind might be slowing down a little bit. <laughs> it's already almost 11 o'clock PM. But yeah, so like, so yeah, like discipline is like literally where the, the fruits of your labor lie. Like if you want anything in life, if you want any goal, if you want to, especially with your health goal and your personal um, growth, discipline is the number one thing that you got to have. So like you're saying, you got to do things you don't want to do. You know, you're going to have to do things yeah. you want to do in the beginning. Eventually, you'll start doing them and you start liking them. You want to learn how to be uncomfortable, but eventually the shit becomes comfortable. Like you become comfortable with it. Just yeah. like I was at the gym. Number three, like you want to focus on your goals. Yes, you want to leave some leeway to live a little bit, but you want to 
focus on your goals and, and that will help with your discipline as well. And definitely you want to practice self-control. That's just goes hand in hand with discipline. Like you got to have self-control in order not to fall off and you be okay with delayed gratification. But at the end of the day, discipline just means doing what the fuck you said you're going to do every day from here on out and tell you get your goal and beyond, you know, that's what discipline is. And it's like, and if you're not going to be disciplined, you're not going to get what you want. You're not going to get that six pack. You're not going to get your metabolic health in order. You're not going to get the things you want to get in life. Like you're going to be the low, the low vibration hanging fruit not the winner, just an average, you know, you're not losing, you're not a loser if you're average, but you're not a winner. You're just average. <laughs> yeah. You just know that you're capable of more, but you're just squandering your gifts because you want to remain comfortable. Like if that's fine with you, like, so be it. But for me, like I have this like desire, this burning, something's pushing, pushing me from life within to, to be more and to see what else I could accomplish, like, you know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. right now it's my fitness thing. I want to, and you know, that's going to take some time. I'm thinking at least a year, maybe more to kind of get me to too. where I want to be, but you know, I'm in it for the long haul. Um, yep, and too. discipline's just going to be one of those things that, that is going to be more beneficial to have than like motivation. Cause you could be motivated for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like when you get a new car, like you, you keep that shit clean for a good month or something. But after that, then you're like, ah, something yeah. spilled in it. Eventually it becomes not that big of a deal. Eventually it's not a new car anymore. So it's like, uh, your motivation is kind of like that. It's could be strong in the beginning, but it'll start to get weaker and it'll kind of start to lose its meaning. So that's where your discipline kicks in and says, Nope, this is what we're doing. You said we're, we're set on this. This is the goal. This is why we're doing it. And we're going to do it. Like where there's no if, ands or buts about it. Don't give yourself any kind of room to, to let those mind game creep in and win you over. (laughs) Yeah. In order to get real fulfillment in life, like to be really fulfilled, you have like, it's, about practicing uh what do you call it if you want to be really fulfilled in life and get fulfillment you want to test your um potential you want to see how yeah. your potential is like how much can you do how good can you get and that's where fulfillment comes like and it's not like a bad thing you're just trying to see what you can do and like when and that all comes with number one discipline you got to have the discipline in order to see your full potential and that brings fulfillment there's no you don't have fulfillment by not doing nothing and like, that's what a lot of people fall into. And they just fall into these habits and vices and all this stuff because they're just like, Hey, they just, now it's a routine, but they're not, are they really fulfilled? You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with trying to like, it's not about like having more or being better. It's about being fulfilled in your life and being happy and peace with yourself, knowing I did all I can do. And discipline is the one thing that's going to get you there. Yeah, it makes you feel good uh, when you push yourself and you actually accomplish those goals that you set out. Like you just feel good because like it was difficult, but I made it through and I got to the goal. And yeah, like you're saying, there's a certain amount of fulfillment in that. And I think that's what makes it all worthwhile. Yep. So I hope you guys helped you out and uh, getting more disciplined and, you know, keep on that path and just just remember, just keep working on it and you you got this and you know, obviously we're going to continue it. And like every day, you know, we're about to go to bed. I'm about to take my cold shower and yeah. we're going to wake up. And first thing we're going to do is be disciplined. That's what we're doing. So yeah, 
that's it for episode eight here. I'm a SoCal Gula. We got Stephen Z right here. Have a yes. good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you Thanks for, for tuning joining in. us. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you on episode nine. Until then, yeah. see you then. Have a good night.